It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome back, folks, and thanks for having me back. We'll talk about a primary election, a golf major, and a hotel room that's oddly in demand. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. The big Alabama primary election is tomorrow, folks, but that doesn't necessarily mean we'll see much of a campaigning slowdown anytime soon. I'm not alluding to the general election. AL.com's John Sharp reports that this could be the first time Alabama has seen a runoff in both the governor's race and a senator's race since 1978. Now that year, actually, both Senate seats were up, one with a special election. The winners of the runoffs that year were Howell Heflin and Donald Stewart in the Senate races and Fob James in the governor's race. Now this year's particularly contentious Senate race appears very likely to end up in a runoff, with Katie Britt polling in the low 30s and Mo Brooks and Mike Durant in the 20s. Now meanwhile, Governor Kayavi just earlier this month placed in the top 10 of a most popular U.S. governor's poll done by Morning Consult. However, getting to 50% in the election might not be a piece of cake even for a high-stepper. Polling, for what it's worth, shows Ivy in the low 40s. And there are eight challengers in the GOP field vying for a piece of the action. Plus, challengers Lindy Blanchard and Tim James, son of the aforementioned fob, have been hammering the governor on the airwaves. All that could add up to dual high-profile runoffs on June 21st. Now, University of Alabama Assistant Professor of Political Sciences Regina Warner said that Tuesday's election, tomorrow's election, on the national scene is being overshadowed by Georgia. Quote, in part because Georgia is seen as competitive and Alabama is not, and in part because races with direct Trump involvement seem to be drawing more national media attention as they are all seen as direct tests of the power of his endorsement. End quote. Now, Trump has endorsed Senate candidate slash Heisman Trophy winner Herschel Walker over in Georgia, as well as gubernatorial challenger David Perdue. Now, everybody I've mentioned so far is a Republican. Now, if you're an Alabama Democrat, there are candidates to choose among in those two top statewide elections, in addition to your local candidates. Six Democrats are running for governor and three for the Senate seat. There are no Democrats, however, on seven other statewide elections. The last Alabama Democrat to win a statewide election was former Senator Doug Jones in the 2017 special election. Before that, you have to go all the way back to 2008 when Lucy Baxley was elected president of the Public Service Commission. 
Former Alabama golfer Justin Thomas won his second career major championship over the weekend in a playoff at the PGA Championship, reports AL.com's Mark and Avenant. On Sunday, he and Will Zalatoris went to a three-hole aggregate playoff at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. JT's first win at a major was also in the PGA Championship, that one at Quail Hollow Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thomas was an All-American with the Tide and was on the 2013 National Championship team. The public's fascination with Casey White and Vicky White continues. Two weeks after jail escapee, Casey White was taken back into custody and his accomplice, Lauderdale County, Alabama jailer Vicky White, apparently took her own life as the two were captured in Indiana. AL.com's Matt Wake reports that the Motel 48 in Evansville, Indiana, has a waiting list of people who want to stay in the room the couple used as they were hiding out. Room 150, a motel clerk confirmed, had a waiting list of at least 60 people. The room's amenities include a queen-size bed and a flat-screen cable TV. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the internet at AL.com.